Social engineering. Very interesting topic. Watch this video. Do you know which country made TikTok? China. Do you know that China controls the algorithm of what you see? Do you know this? If you're in America and you open up TikTok, if you're in Britain and you open up TikTok, there is a specific algorithm to reach you that is not in China. If you're in China and you open up TikTok, what they, the Chinese government, wants you to receive as youth, as people using TikTok, are people who are doing good things, achievements, youth making social enterprise, youth becoming successful in math competitions, youth becoming masters of karate, youth doing something with their life. And you are rewarded. That algorithm is that the Chinese government makes you see positive things for social development. Did you know here and in the United States, they, China, send you a different algorithm? Do you know what they send you? All the nonsense that you see. They want you to see girls dancing, boys and girls dancing with each other, pranks upon your parents, pranks upon people. How many pranks do you see? Yeah, I'm not saying it's not funny. Some of them are downright hilarious. But if you want to destroy a nation, destroy a generation, you make them in their mind be rewarded with the dopamine for thinking stupid things are good, thinking that this is what you're supposed to grow up doing. A large proportion of people grow up thinking that this is what life is about. Social engineering much? So there it is. At first blush, you felt something stirring inside you. And that's the engineering of the video itself. The specific topic that was made and then the addition of that woman at the end saying it was social engineering. I want to break down the premise of how we come to think about these types of videos at all. Now, for one, this is a very short clip. There is a lot of context clipped out so this one point can be made. That's the nature of social media. The premise of the video itself is there to show you that China is doing something. China has an algorithm that empowers and inspires their youth, while America has nothing but nonsense. And because America has nothing but nonsense, it would be easy to say that China is doing something to our youth. And that stirs inside of us. There is a certain kind of tribalism that we all just have, whether we know how to deal with it or not. That tribalism comes about when we feel in danger. In danger, we go from the exploratory state, the possibility that there could be a gift or a wonderful journey to embark upon, all the way to the, I need to scan what things are safe and what things are not safe and retreat back into older patterns, more familiar faces, and all the things that the past has taught us. When we're in fear, we're driving into the future using only our rear view mirrors, like Marshall McLuhan says. And when we are feeling creative, when we are feeling inspired, when we're feeling empowered, kind of like the algorithm that China is using for their children, you feel like going out and exploring. You feel that there's a lot that you can do and you feel protected from a foundation. So you can also say that China is trying to make them feel supported a little bit more and that we are getting the nonsense. The one part of this argument that I have to break down is is the content that we get from TikTok that much more absurd, that much more uh, prank-filled and nonsense-filled than the rest of American-based social media? Because if 
it's not night and day difference, then you'd have to say that maybe we're asking for it as the people. Maybe there's not actually some kind of agenda coming from another country. So perhaps the tribalism starts to recede at that point when you consider a little bit of that information. But at that point, you have a choice point. Do I make a comment on social media or not? It's Where, brutal when you see people on dates. Oh, they're yeah. not even talking to each other. They're just looking at each other's phones. Yeah. Go, like, wow. People at dinner. It's like, yeah. Hmm. It's like you're in front of an actual person. Yeah. And you prefer to communicate in digital with someone who's not even there. Totally. And um, what's interesting about boredom is when oftentimes when boredom would kick on, we would go... Uh, inward sort of mind wander and mind wandering it gives you your brain some time to like reset and revive whereas anytime you're focused on the outside world your brain is actively processing information so this is kind of like in the book i compare it to lifting a weight when you're having a conversation looking at your phone watching a screen whatever you're doing if you're focusing on the outside world your brain is working and it's lifting when you go inward your brain goes into this default mode network, which is like a rest period, right? So mm -hmm. now, because every time we're bored, we just pull out that screen and focus more, our brains are just constantly being worked and overworked and overworked. And this is uh, associated with just burnout, uh, anxiety, et cetera. So a lot of what we're getting are people in a state of being riled up about the way the world is, whether they think it's unjust or completely just. And it's also an interesting point to find that there was this study that found watching for people in England, watching a soccer match of your favorite team kick and make a goal was not as gratifying as watching your arch nemesis's team miss a goal. There's something in that. We seem to have a bigger smile on our face, according to this data, when our opponent loses than when we succeed. So with that, understanding that we have that, we bring it to the table when we're making a post on such a video that I just showed you. So that then becomes the response. And it looks like it's an accurate snapshot. That looks like it should just be an average, correct? Well, no, not really. Some of the algorithms that are even made here in the United States, they are literally making their salary based upon your attention. The amount of time you spend looking at the screen and going back to the screen and scrolling through the screen and just meandering through their content, somebody's getting paid more because, or let's say the algorithm is working better. And all this man hours, all this time, all this beautiful intelligence that goes into technologies such as these social media platforms that we complain about, and then we zero in on this algorithm that is highlighting an aspect of our attention. That's the part I want to pause on. Regardless of what you think of this video that I showed at the, at the beginning, regardless of what you think about US and China relations, what's happening in the world, how safe you are, regardless of any of that, these social media platforms that we're using they know something about our psychology. We're coming to hear how the algorithms influence and some would say infect our psyche. But in many ways, if we were to look at the intelligence that goes into these algorithms, we may be able to see 
something deeper about psychology than we're being told out there in the world. If they've figured out our psychology and how to reverse engineer it and to give us a dopamine kick to cause us to want other kinds of behavior like the nonsense or the empowerment, then imagine if you were to empower yourself rather than feel helpless against China, the US, social media, technology. Instead of feeling like you are being beaten by it, you would have this inner kick inside that you don't need somebody to empower you. You don't need the nation state to inspire you. You also don't need fear to cause you to, to force you into the right direction. There's something inside you right now that already exists that knows that you have the capacity to work your way through everything that you are being inundated with on a day-to-day -day basis. There's an aspect of you that knows you have this beat if you were to simply focus and engage. Focus and engage. In the same way that you could be so focused on your phone when your kid or when your friends actually want some of your attention. Use that same focus in a meditative state where there is no other agency plugged into you except for Mother Nature and Father Time and the forces of the cosmos. If that's the only thing you're plugged into and you go into the same focus, then when you're not in that meditative state, you can engage directly with what it is you know you were put on planet Earth to achieve. And all the rest of the fluff just falls away by the wayside. If you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling like you don't know what path you're on, if you're feeling like you're worried the world might not actually be a safe place for you, there's nothing outside of you that can be given to you that will actually fill that void. The only thing you're actually looking for rests probably right inside the heart with a little bit of focus, a little bit of attention, and then engagement based upon what you've learned from that focus and attention, then you'll realize that you don't have to worry about the social media, you don't have to worry about the algorithms or national conflict. All you have to worry about is not worrying so much, opening up and allowing for life to feed you the information and to feed you the nourishment and the beauty that you need to simply live from the heart. It can be done. You can still make money. You can still fit into society. You don't have to go live in the woods and go off grid. It's there. It's inside you. I see it right now. Go find it.